Hi, this is Rosalinda, the host of Faith Fuel Podcast, the show where we hear voices of people transforming the world for Jesus. Pastors, leaders, entrepreneurs, and world changers. So sit down, relax, or keep it driving. It's time to get some wholehearted, wide open, and yes, sometimes side-splitting encouragement and direction for your life. So get ready to get fired up. God has given us an assignment. And the assignment that he's given us is to be the light of the world. You know, sometimes people might think, well, I'm too shy. God didn't call me to do that. You know, when you post crazy things online, you're being a voice. You know, when you cut somebody off in traffic, oh, come on, somebody. But you know, when you're in a rush and somebody cuts in the the line in front of you, what are you called to do as a Christian? Yeah, let him go. What do you want to do? Woo, come on, somebody tell the truth. Jesus had a very famous sermon on the mount. Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It says, you're the light of the world. A city on a hilltop that can't be hidden. No one lights up a lamp and puts it under a basket. Stop telling yourself that I'm not a voice for Christ. I'm not a light. I'm not the person that's supposed to shine the light. Amen. How many of you know if you love the Lord, you got to represent for him. Amen. So we have to be a light. And then it says, instead, a lamp is placed on a stand where it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your good deeds shine out for all to see. There's so much negative stuff out there, and God needs women that are going to stand up for righteousness, amen, and lift up the name of Jesus, amen. God's asking you to stand up. And it says, so everybody will praise your heavenly Father. I think that's where we get mixed up. Sometimes we think it's about praising us. But how many of you know that when we are a voice for Christ, who do we bring glory to? We bring glory to the Lord. Amen? And how many of you know it can be very easy to feel alone? How many of you have gone through that? Our light needs to shine. We got to remind ourselves that every day. God is calling us louder than ever. You see, when all of this happens in the world, God's saying, I'm going to rise up some people. I need some women of God that are going to stand up. No, he doesn't want you just at home doing nothing. He's like, this is it. This is a moment. You remember all that praise and worship? You remember that time you said, Lord, if you can use anything, use me. This is the moment that we have to make a stand for the Lord. You see, people need the Lord because they need joy. They need joy. They need your encouragement. And they need your eyes to overflow. You know, you can look. The eyes, they say, tells you what's going on in the soul. And when there is joy, when God's in your heart, when your life has been transformed, how many of you know that that love comes over? And people are looking for that. You see, they need the light of the Holy Spirit, which is inside of you. And guess who else needs you more than anybody else? God. You know, he wants to know that you're being a voice and he's just waiting for you to be his light. Our light has to shine because today isn't yesterday. Everything has shifted. It's a different world we're living in, but you are the light that God is calling to make a difference. So what are we waiting for? The the word of God says that we have to let your good deeds shine for everyone to see. 1 Thessalonians 5, 5. And it says, you are the children of the light and the children of the day. We don't belong to the night. Here's the second verse, Ephesians 5, 8. 
For you were once in darkness. How many of you can say amen? But now you are the light in the Lord. Live as children in the, of the light. For you were once of darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of the light. You see, when I read that verse, the first thing that came to my mind was watch what we watch. Because it's very easy to slip back into the darkness when we're all alone and we're trying to entertain ourselves. We start watching movies. We start watching series. And you know what I'm talking about when it like crosses the line. So these are the kinds of things. You also have uh, books. How many of you guys read books? Right? Well, one book we got to be careful with, right? Some of these romance novels. And it's easy to get sucked up in there. Why? Because we're all alone. So we got to be careful because the Bible says you were in darkness, but now we're in the, we're in the light. Amen. We make choices. We can choose to stand out and be different, to be bright and shining, to be full of hope or not. You know, it's your choice. Have you ever been around somebody that's sad and they're so draggy and so down that by the time you walk out of that space or out of that room, doesn't it kind of inch on you? Have you ever had that happen? Like somebody's just so, everything's negative, and by the time you walk away, you're like, why do I feel so heavy? Have you ever walked in a space where maybe it's just not pleasing to the Lord, and then you walk out, and you're like, ooh, why do I got to take a bath? Why do I feel like I got to take a shower? That language, that, you know what I'm talking about? At work sometimes, it gets crazy. Well, the Bible says you are not in the darkness anymore. You're in the light. And so how are we going to be in the light? Amen. The first thing that we need to do is that we have to make sure that our source of light is Jesus. You see, what happens with us is we get spoon-fed the gospel, right? Somebody else motivates us so we can make it through our week. But God is saying, you got to learn how to open your own Bible. And you got to learn how to get a word for yourself. And you got to learn how to pick yourself up. Amen. It can't always be a pastor bringing you a great word but we got to learn how to study the word of God. And so we got to learn how to praise. We got to learn how to read the word of God. Luke eleven fourteen 14 says this, your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are healthy, your whole body is full of light. Whatever comes in here comes in our mind, right? Whatever comes in our eyes comes out of us, right? So we have to watch what we're looking at. Romans 14.1 says this, As for the one who is weak in faith, welcome him, but don't quarrel over opinions. Because if you're on social media, you can see the craziest things that are out there. And I'm going to tell you, as a pastor of this house, as a pastor of Bella, and as a spiritual mom to a lot of people, watch what you put on the internet. Don't, for five or six likes... Throw out something that is political, something that is this. That's not the light that God, don't get confused. Don't get confused if that's what God wants you to sit there and put out there. Oh, I need to be a voice. I need to be a voice. You got to be careful. You know, when, when Carlos and I were first dating, he had a Puerto Rican flag and he put it in the windshield. My husband, Mr. Cool, and with his little Puerto Rican flag and his windshield. You remember the dice back in the 80s? I'm not playing. I think he had a pair. I'm not sure, but I mean, he'd just be that guy. But he had that Puerto Rican flag, and, and I'll never forget it. We were first dating, and we drove up where my dad was. 
And uh, my dad knocked on the windshield and he said, look, cool, I love it. I'm from Puerto Rico too. But before you're that, you're a Christian. Before you wave that flag, you are a child of God. And you know what? We took it down and we actually went and found a Christian flag and we said, we're going to go find one and we're going to hang that because I want to be, that's the witness I want to be. Amen. If you need prayer, we have a team that's ready to pray for you. If you need to talk to somebody, you can message us and I promise you, we will get back to you. But stop putting all your negative stuff all over your Facebook. Because you know what? That's what the darkness does, not the light. Can I say that one more time? That's what the darkness does, not the light. Just because we're Christians doesn't mean we're not going to have a bad day. How many of you have a bad day? How many of you have two in a row? How many of you? Okay, I've had a lot in a row, right? But that doesn't mean I'm going to put every negative thing out there. Because the enemy is trapping people, right? But God's saying, look, if you have that, I need you to lift me up, not lift anything else up. Amen? Galatians 1.10 says, for am I now seeking the approval of man Oof. or of God? I'm going to read that again. Am I seeking the approval of man or of God? Proverbs 18.2, a fool takes no pleasure in understanding but in only expressing his opinion. Did y'all know that was in the word of God? You see, there's every situation that's going on today is there's already a solution in the Bible. Aren't you glad? You see, there's already an answer. You can never say, how do we handle that? What, what, what should we do? Because if you go to the word of God, then it's not your opinion, right? And Romans 14 says this, why do you pass judgment on your brother? Hmm. Or why do you despise your brother? For we will all stand before the judgment seat of God, for it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow. Aren't you glad that every knee will bow one day? I don't care if they tell you, I don't believe in your God. I was somewhere recently and I was preaching up a storm. And I went to this place, and it was a very, very intense situation. And I prayed with Carlos, and they asked me to come bring a word, and I brought my word with me. And it was so intense that when I got down off the area I was preaching, they held a sign behind me, and it said, F you, behind it. And they were following me everywhere I went, and they were trying to be in the video that I was in. And I turned to the girl, and I said, so... I said, do you want to be in the video with me? And she said, no, we just don't like your message. I said, you mean the message of the cross? And I said, because I want to let you know, even though you're holding the sign and you're trying to come against me, no matter what, God loves you and he'll forgive you. And that's the, that's the message that I have. So when people come against you, don't even think for a minute that people aren't going to come against you. That what the Everything that's happening in this world today is a move of the enemy. But the people of God need to move. We just can't be people that come to church and we sit in the pews and we sing songs and we scroll through Facebook seeing who's got the coolest sermon. We can't do that. You got to take everything you ever learned. And when people hate you, how many of y'all have haters? Right? How many of you have had somebody put you down because they don't like what God's doing for you? When people come against you, you got to love them more. 
You see, when Jesus was on the way to the cross, he had haters too. And they spit at him and they cursed him and they mocked him. And he, he went on that cross and died for the people that were doing that to him all the way there. And God is calling you and I not to get caught up in the hate talk. Stop. Don't do it. Stop with the little stuff. Because I believe that we're living in a time. And I'm telling you that if it's, this ain't the beginning of the end times, this is part of it. We're living in a season where now it's your turn. It's your turn. That means everything you've ever been taught about the Lord, it counts now. It counts right now because everything that you say, everything that you post, every t-shirt you wear, every sticker you put on your car, all of it counts now. And at the end of the day, let me tell you what being a light for Jesus is. Look, there's a lot of social issues going on. And you guys, if you know me well, you know I've been involved in every volunteer social issue since I could walk. I mean, there, there's hardly any charities in this community I have not volunteered for. I love that. But when I go before my Jesus, he's not going to ask me about the hours I spent volunteering for the YMCA. But he's going to say, did you let your light shine for me? Don't think that God's not calling you because he's calling every one of us. I want to let you know that all of this came from the word of God. And why do I go there? Because the word of God, it contains the consistency that I crave in my life. There are too many things going up and down, amen? But the word of God is consistent. You can count on it. God needs women that are going to stand up for the Lord, that are going to be excited, and that are going to crave this consistency of the word of God because that's what's going to take us through this season. Invite Rosalinda to speak at your meeting or group. Go to rosalinda.live for more details. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Get more at rosalinda.live. If you experience it, we'll examine it. If God's word says it, we'll stand on it. And when you're feeling faint, we are here with your faith fuel. I'm Rosalinda Rivera. We'll chat again soon. This podcast was brought to you by New Life for Adults and Youth, celebrating 50 years of restoring broken lives. If you or a family member has been struggling with addiction, New Life for Adults and Youth is the answer. Visit them at newlife.center.